What's up, everybody? Welcome to tonight's show. We're talking Cowboys football. This is serious. Come out time. We got uh, Mike in the house here from Cowboys Corner. Welcome and shout out to everybody in the chat box and everybody watching this on the replay. We can't do this without you. Um, we're going we're gonna to cover today's topics and uh, we'll do some uh, Q and A's towards the end. So if you guys have questions, you know, um, get those to us here about midway or, or whenever, and we'll, we'll try to get to the ones that we can get to. Mike, we have moved on. Uh, Eagles fans, they're still in their Super Bowl mode. Uh, that was their Super Bowl, right? We, we've moved on. <laughs> so how are you doing, bro? I'm doing great, dude. Listen, I, we, 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 we don't want to talk about the Cowboys and new games because we moved on, but I want to give a big shout-out to Cooper Rush, right? Four and one as a starter, filling in for Dak Prescott. Um, you know, a lot of us were down on the Dallas Cowboys and really didn't give any hope. And then, you know, they went in, they beat the Bengals, they beat the Giants, they beat the Commanders, right? They beat the Rams. And, uh, and you know, they, he was able to bring us back into this Eagles game, right? Uh, two straight drives, one for 95 yards, the other one for 75 yards. You know, I, I really – I really appreciate what Cooper Rush did. There's another, there's 32 quarterbacks in the National Football League, Joe, and the top from from 20 to 32 can't do what Cooper Rush did. Seriously, they just can't do it. He's five and one as a starter, very reliable. Uh, can can sling the ball when he need it. Listen, I appreciate everything Cooper Rush has done. I'm not going to slay him for one game throwing three picks because he took care of the ball. He, he, we're in playoff contentions because of him. I'm appreciative of the Red Jesus. Oh, no, what, what a way to start the show. And, uh, yeah, I agree, man. It's a uh, shout-out to Cooper Rush, right? He uh, he kept the ship above water. I mean, when, when that went down, it was a lot of doom and gloom, um, including myself. I, I can't I can't deny that. You know, I thought that this was, you know, we're, we're playing for the number one pick. <laughs> you know what I mean? But here we are. Yeah, Dak Prescott uh, coming along looks like he'll be ready. You know, um, barring any kind of setback during these next practices, looks like Dak will be the man back under the center under Beatish's butt. All right, so it's 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 uh, it's time, bro. We're we're gonna get into to the meat of of the schedule here, Mike. Um, this is where you win it. Or lose it, right, Mike? So this this first part of the schedule, everybody is saying, "Oh, this is the toughest part, hardest part of the schedule." And like you said, Cooper got us through it. But now we got Detroit next, Chicago. Both of these are home games for us, so that's good. And then we get the bye week, 
Mike. So, um, but what we want to talk about here, Mike, is the offense, you know, Okupa Rush, and, you know, even going back to week one with Dak Prescott has been a little bit uh, anemic here, you know what I mean? Uh, having issues still with the red zone and those sorts of things. Will Dak, will the return of Dak Prescott fix the offense? Everybody in the chat box, let me know. Let Mike know. And all of our viewers and listeners, will the return of Dak Prescott fix this offense? All right. Mike, what do you say about this? Ooh, Joe. <laughs> mm. Listen, I just applauded Cooper Rush for what he did coming in here being four and one. Dak Prescott didn't have a preseason. Got hurt week one, didn't finish the game. So Dak has yet to play a full game in 2022. Yes, the, the the notion that, oh, Dak's coming back against an easy team. Listen, any given Sunday, all right, Tony Romo lost to a guy named Matt Flynn in Green Bay. Okay, we can't take any team lightly, all right? Um, listen, everybody knows I'm not the biggest Dak Prescott fan. Is Dak better than Cooper Rush? Yes, he is. Um, I don't know if Dak takes this offense to a whole nother level. Why? Because, and then we got to talk about this, Joe. I know we're on the subject of Dak Prescott, but CeeDee Lamb dropped a lot of eggs and cracked them, all right? He only had a dozen eggs to carry. He came back with like two eggs, all right? He cracked 10 eggs, all right, uh, in this Eagles game. When mm-hmm. We have to have consistency with CeeDee Lamb in order for Dak to succeed. We have to have this offensive line stay consistent for Dak to succeed. Kellen Moore has to establish this run game and not have Dak Prescott throw 40 times a game. So a lot goes into this in order for Dak to get us back to where we were last year, quote-unquote, the number one offense, right? It's going to take a lot. It's going to take a lot. I, I, don't, I don't think Dak comes in here. It's like what I said about Michael Gallup. Excuse me. It's like, it's like what I said about Michael Gallup a couple of weeks ago. I'm saying the same thing about Dak Prescott. I don't see Dak Prescott elevating. Now, can he keep that that bus driver mentality that Cooper Rush did? Absolutely. But does he raise the bar up to another level against these crappy teams? He probably will. He probably will. Let's just be honest. He plays good against uh, sub-500 or below teams, all right? But, you know, I want to see him against these Eagles again December, 20, uh, December 24th. I want to see him against these Giants again. There's the, uh, you know, I want to see him against good teams. He's probably going to light it up against these guys, but I just don't want another Denver Broncos game, another Oakland Raiders game, another Cardinals game, right? I don't want mm-hmm. that performance from Dak Prescott. I need him. Oh, yeah. He had he had those games with Amari Cooper. He had those games with C.D. Lamb. He's had those games yeah. with healthy offensive line. I need Dak Prescott to do what Cooper Rush did, but take it up another notch, Joe. No, no, it's all facts, right? This is all all true, all truths. Um, and and I, I and I agree very much with everything you said there. And I, and I love this comment here from Stevie Mac twenty three. Dak will help, but in the end, Kellen will still be Kellen, right? So that's a huge part of this thing. Um, you know, Kellen, I I think did a, a, an okay job with what he had with with Cooper Rush. You know, kept kept it simple. You know, just just be the bus driver. Now, with Dak back at the helm, will he get cute again and start doing stupid stuff again? You know, so will he? Will Kellen Moore do the crappy play calling that he did in Tampa? Um, and now that we get Dak back, so th- that's going to be the the big thing to watch in these games moving forward. But 
Uh, you hit it on the head, Mike, with, with uh, C.D. Lamb. You know what I mean? It's 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 about consistency with him. There's no doubt in our mind, in my mind, and in a lot of fans' minds that C.D. Lamb is a very good wide receiver. But the consistency, right? Like he'll have an amazing game, you know, and then like he'll go through a stretch of of games where it's like did he's barely on the stat line, and other uh, you know he just get outplayed by other players. So huge this is gonna be a huge uh, stretch for cd lamb you know not not only dak but cd lamb he, he's got to be dak's number one guy you know what i mean like we know that dak has that rapport with dalton schultz schultz is banged up so now the rapport needs to be rebuilt with ferguson bro i love me some ferguson i think he's on his way to being the next big tight end here in dallas I love I love where his progression is at right now, or th this early on. But yeah, man, it's it's consistency all the way. Luckily, we get these two home games, right? So I, I think that'll help as well. You know, knock off any rust. But as far as can he help this offense get better, is going to be to be determined for me. I, I really can't even project it right now because we only have the one game to really go off of, and it was it was a terrible game by everybody. So. Yeah. We will see, bro. You know? I, yeah. No, I, I like that comment there by Stevie. He was, you know, Kellen's going to be Kellen. You know, watching that Sunday night football game, Cowboys on offense, they got the ball first, right? And Chris Collinworth made a comment three minutes into gameplay. Watch the middle of this Philadelphia defense. Watch the middle of this Philadelphia. It's going to be open there all night. Kellen Moore didn't start hitting it until the second half, Joe. Does Kellen Moore watch film? The broadcasters were three minutes in this game. Okay, real-time yeah. minutes, not game minutes, real-time minutes. And the broadcasters already said what to look for. Does Kellen Moore scheme? Number one, he doesn't. I, I, we, we're, we both met our record saying he can't scheme. Number, and number two, does he even watch film? Does he just say, everybody run the hitch route, and that, that's the game plan, ready, break? Like, seriously, we didn't tack the middle until the second half, Joe? Yeah, yeah, we, we we were screaming for that, right? We we're texting, hey, the middle of the field, come on, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, dude, it's uh, it's wild, bro. It's 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 a crazy thing. So um, it'll be interesting to see where where we get going here. Um, I thought the running game, you know, had had its moments. You know what I mean? So oh, big Detroit for ten thousand yards. Yeah, yeah, Z got all per ten thousand all purpose yards. That's that's something to be proud of, indeed. You know, um, he's he's still doing his thing. You know, he he doesn't have the bursts and this and that, but he he plays a vital role on this team, right? It, it's just gonna be interesting to see what what the front office does at the end of the season with the money, this and that. Does he restructure? Does, does he do a, a D law type of extension, lower pay? We'll see. But you know, that's that's way down the down the <laughs> down the season, Mike. Um, the wide receivers, okay. Outside of C.D. Lamb, Simi Fajoko, IR, he's nothing, right? I, I think the Simi experiment's done. He, he's he's not going to be anything here, man. Oh, he could, he could be Noah Brown. Keep him around for five seasons. He'll be Noah Brown. No, no, he's not. Cowboys, it's looking like they missed on Jalen Tolbert, man. Like, like activated, barely any, any action out of him. Well, did the Cowboys miss on drafting Jalen Tolbert, or is it too early to say, Mike? 
they something's not right. They, you know, there's a lot of hype. Oh, Dak Prescott reached out to him before the draft. Oh, he has Dak Prescott's number before the draft. Oh my god. Right. They got yeah. a steal. They got this. They got that, dude. If if if, if you we drafted Michael Gallup in the third round, and we know Michael Gallup is talented. So drafted Jalen Tober in the third round. Is it our fault that we were like, okay, we got Michael Gallup in the third? So no. this guy, he's gonna be good, right? Yeah. Or I don't I don't know what it is. I think it's development on the coaches, right? Um, it's a new wide receivers coach. Um, this is his first year with the Dallas Cowboys, so I don't know if it's that. I I, I don't know what it is, but they are missing uh, uh, the the availability of a third round pick. No matter how you slice and dice it, they're missing that availability. They traded away Amari Cooper, came in here, and drafted this guy, and they've missed on it. Either they need to get him in the coaching staff, they need to try try to find trade him away for a seventh or something. Don't have this guy lingering around for nothing. Get it right with Tolbert and let's see him play. Yeah. And this is the perfect segue to our next discussion here. The trade deadline is November 1st, which is next Tuesday. Okay. Are the Cowboys going to be in any sort of business of acquiring a wide receiver? Do they consider flipping Dalton Schultz to somebody for, you know, a third or fourth or something like this or whatever? What is your thought on the Cowboys and the upcoming trade deadline for next Tuesday, Mike? We will obviously be here next Tuesday to discuss any moves that the Cowboys may or may not do. But, you know, we still have a week here. Do you need to get Dak some more weapons here? What do you think they're going to do here? Something or nothing? I don't think they're going to do anything. You know, they... You know, they built to the draft, so they're not going to trade for a wide receiver because they got James Washington coming back here soon. They got Tolbert, who's still inactive, active, inactive, not doing anything but special teams, right? So I, I honestly feel like it's – it's. They, I mean, they went into the – if Cooper Rush can get Noah Brown the ball, why can't Dak Prescott? If if, if Cooper Rush can get Jake Ferguson and Henry shot the ball, why can't Dak Prescott, right? So Dak Prescott's just going to have to step up. And 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 we know we we say Dak needs to step up and take it up a notch. You know Cooper Rush. I think the most he got was like two hundred yards, right? Dak Prescott can get two hundred and fifty yards with these guys. That's that's what I mean by taking it up a notch and still have your running game. You can still be a three hundred total offense, a three hundred yard total offense. It's just Dak Cooper Rush eliminated a lot of excuses, and Dak has to uh, set the tone and raise it up a bar. Yeah, it, it, no, you hit it right on the head. He's he's got to elevate, you know, um, the offense. Really, you know, it's 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 like having Romo in there versus Brad Johnson, right? <laughs> or somebody of that caliber. You want you want your number one guy in there. You know, we've we've talked about that several times already. So yeah, man, Dak Prescott. You know, get get those hidden yards. You know, get get those hidden yards on paper. Uh, don't leave any meat on the bone, as they say. And um, yeah, like get 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 uh, Noah Brown going, CD. You know, um, Dak's gonna have Michael Gallup in, in his his weaponry. So didn't have him. You week know, maybe one. yeah, he didn't have him week one. So you gotta like that. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's gonna be a wait and see here. You know, Detroit, they're scrappy. This is 
this is not a game where it's a guaranteed win. Anybody saying this is a, an absolute win, don't listen to them. This is gonna be this is gonna be a tough game, bro. Yeah. So and and I and I like that it's gonna be I like that Dak Prescott is gonna get in here and face this type of I mean, it's gonna be fun. Aiden Hutchison, Tyler Smith, and um uh, what what is the other defensive end that they have? They they have good ends, right? And they're gonna they're gonna be um, doing their business, but we have good tackles. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's gonna be a fun game, uh, no doubt. It's gonna be a it's gonna be interesting to see how the Cowboys attack that defense and how we slow down that offense. They have physical running backs. They've got some shifty receivers. I think it's gonna be a fun game. Like I said. But the thing is, we got to come out of here and start building another winning streak, Mike, right? Yeah. No, I mean, you have to do that. Like, you're two, game, you're two and a half games behind the Eagles. You're a game behind the Giants, right? So it's just a matter of, uh, you know, taking care of what you can control. You know, we, we you know the day-by-day mentality. I like what Dan Quinn said, talking about, oh, we play the, the them again on the 24. No, I'm not worried about that. It's, I, you know, I didn't even know we were playing the Lions till this morning or whatever he said. And uh, so, uh, you know, I'm, I'm pumped, dude. You know, it's up to Dak Prescott, dude. You know, it's really up to him um, and how he can elevate this team because if Cooper Rush can do it, we truly expect Dak Prescott, a seven-year veteran, uh, started all basically every year except one year. He did start every year. Ever, you know, I'm thinking he got hurt earlier, but he got hurt week four, right? So – he, in 2020, yeah. so he has to step up his game, dude. And uh, you know, I don't, I, I don't think we go as far as our defense anymore. I think that mindset has changed with the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, because sometimes our defense is going to need the help of our offense, Joe. It's good. It's going to need the help of our mm-hmm. offense, and Dak Prescott has to keep these guys fresh. And 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 that's where we got exposed a little bit in this game here. Th- this Eagles game. Is had a playoff type of vibe to it, right? So, you, we, I'm I'm expecting us to be in that hunt right now. We are the number six seed. So, if the season were to end today, the Cowboys have the number six seed in the playoffs. So, we're still in it, right? Now it's just about putting that nail and and securing the seed as the season goes on. I like Rodney's next chapter comment here. Good games to shake, you know, the 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 rust off, right? So. Detroit, Chicago, Chicago historically has given has given us fits, man. So that one too will be will be another good game. It's a good a good defense relatively. Eberflus knows the Kellen Moore offense because it's Kellen Moore offense. There, this is no West Coast. This is no Mike McCarthy offense. This is still the plain Jane out the box Garrett offense. So Eberflus knows it in and out. So I think it's Lenahan's offense. I honestly don't think that it's. Jason Garrett. So this is a Scott Linehan offense, bro. This ain't a lot of people call it the Jason Garrett offense. They have to remember Scott Linehan is who groomed Kellen Moore into the play calling role. It, it, it's a well, Scott Linehan offense. Yeah, it's definitely either either Garrett Linehan, whatever you want to call it. It's a bastard, maybe even a bastardized version. But even in the pregame, Jason Garrett was using his verbiage like. They're gonna run this and that. Like the, the, he, they're still using the same verbiage, right? Yeah, Garrett knows the, the verbiage, so it's crazy. Nothing has changed on the offensive side here. Uh, it's gonna be good games, man. But I, I love that comment there. 
And um, Mike, speaking, uh, going back, you know, um, to this, Eagles had a little bit of a, a formula here, you know, in in the first half of the game where it looks like they they figured out how to kind of neutralize Michael Parsons a little bit here uh, with some one on ones, some drag routes, this sorts of thing. Did they put a blueprint on slowing down? Michael Parsons. Everybody in the chat box, did they or no? What's your thought, Mike? No, I don't. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think you know they they people always talk about. And there's a comment right here that uh, Lane Johnson is Micah Parsons' dad, which which is mind blowing to me because the people that are saying that I don't think have watched the All 22 film yet. All right, Michael Parsons was pushing. Lane Johnson, three yards past the entire uh, trench, right? Three yards past the trenches where everybody else was. Yeah. The Eagles did a good job scheming away. Lane Johnson, all he had to do was turn his body. That's all he had to do. Jalen Hurts mm-hmm. had the opposite play, right? The yeah. read and stuff, you can get any defensive end uh, or any linebacker for that matter, and it's pick your poison. That's just – that's read option. If you have any common sense, any IQ of football – you understand when it's one-on-one and there's read options, you have to pick your poison. And it, it's when you got a guy that can run like Parson, you got a guy that runs like Sanders or A.J. Brown, whoever's on that side, and you have to pick that poison, it's 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 hard because you got a 33% chance of getting it right. Um, and even if you think they are going to go, they could t- t- keep the ball and run. Lane Johnson didn't do anything but do his job. They schemed it and they executed it. That's it. Lane Johnson is nobody's daddy He because somebody's daddy got the asses knocked out and they're out with a concussion. I'm not wishing players on anybody, but if that's your daddy, he he, he sure did get a concussion. His head turning all kinds of crazy trying to keep up with Parsons, right? Know the game of football, Eagle fans. All you see is a 6-0. and That's all you see. You don't know. I You don't know football. You don't watch 22 film. You go on TikTok. You go on Twitter and you look. Like, Fly, Eagles, fly. Well, guess what? Sometimes Eagles die in the sky and they crash land, and that is going to happen here soon. Yeah, well, well said, Mike, and, and and that's exactly what it is. It wasn't so much Lane Johnson. That that, that narrative is is, is 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 hilarious to me. Michael was beating him with the inside move. D. Law was having his way with him. It was it was a scheme, like you said, getting him out in coverage, you know, and, and this sorts of thing. And I think not many teams are going to be able to execute this. So for me, a blueprint, I don't think there's a blueprint to slow down Micah. There's not a lot of teams that are kind of offensively loaded right now like the the Eagles are, right? So I'm not worried about this uh, moving forward. You cannot stop the best of the best, right? Whether it's Aaron Donald or Micah, they get their plays, they get their pressures, right? So – Dan Quinn, you know, I, I think, you know, if he wants to avoid this for round two you know, on Christmas Eve, he's going to have a little something. <laughs> he's going to have a little so, a little present here for, for the Eagles here, and I, I think they're going to be in for a rude awakening, a couple of punches to the face, elbows to the teeth, and this sorts of thing. So I can't wait for that game there, Mike. Um, guys, in the chat box, if you got questions, uh, for for us here, as as we get here going for the uh, Lions game here 
let us know if you got any questions or comments here. Space Cowboy in the house. Appreciate you. Space, one key takeaway from these games where the Cowboys have been resilient in the last five games. Almost came back after a terrible start in Philly. Yeah, that's a, that's a very good point. Very, very resilient indeed. Um, it feels like they've bought into, you know, the system. You know what I mean? Like that we have flushed out a majority of these Garrett, you know, uh, Boy Scouts, and we, we have a lot of edge all over the place. I love how Sam Williams is coming along. Man, he, he had another uh, play or two here. You know, he's, he's making plays every game now. So I like the progression there. Um, the one thing that, that did worry me here, Mike, and, and everybody in the chat box was the running, stopping the running game kind of reared its ugly head in this game. You know what I mean? So uh, Detroit, good backs. Jamal Williams, big physical back. They've seen him before, you know, at Green Bay, but now he's there at Detroit. DeAndre Swift, you know, if he can stay healthy, he, he's a pretty big weapon here. In the chat box, and, and Mike, let me ask you this. How do you feel about the Cowboys getting back on track and stopping the run? Do you think that the, we'll, we'll get back on track, or do you think the Eagles might have shown a little something here? No, you like I said, you have to have the talent in order to do that. Uh, clearly, the Eagles got a really good offensive line. Clearly, right? They got a really good offensive line. Um, so, I mean, you can you can – you can scheme it however you want, but talent has to be able to match talent. Um, and, uh, I, you know, you could say they got the blueprint, but talent has to match talent. Um, can you find weaknesses and holes and angles and things of that sort, kind of like Sean McVay did against what the Rams against us in the playoffs in 2018? Big possibility, right, how they put their hands in the dirt and all that technicality, right, that Sean McVay is very, very smart about. But, I I don't know if it's a blueprint. You know, the, the Broncos talked about they had a blueprint on us and we still went 12 and five. So it's all about just staying in your gaps, knowing what you're trying to do. Don't try to do too much and just do your job as Bill Belichick says. As long as they do that, this defense is very talented. There's no blueprint. I love it. I love it, man. Well said, bro. And, and shout out to Space. Thank you for, for that comment. I do appreciate you, bro. Asmodeus. One of my favorite usernames out here, the great almighty Asmodeus. <laughs> Still, you can't spot NFL team 20 points and expect to win the game. Mike, this is this is uh, very true. You know, when you're down 20-0, it looked like the end of the world. Couple that with the turnovers, you know, we, we're, we just weren't going to pull it out. My question to you and everybody in the chat box, does – the return of Dak Prescott, does this give you more confidence in overcoming, you know, some of these deficits that they may face, you know, during the season? Do you, with Dak back, do you feel that we can overcome a 14-point deficit, a 13-point deficit, or with the weapons that we have right now, is it harder? How do you guys feel about overcoming deficits that we may face the rest of the season, Mike? Dak, it all depends on who you're playing. With Dak Prescott, it really does. Listen, hear me out. Dak Prescott has had, okay, has had 23 games in seven years where he scored absolute, or he threw, okay, not including running, where he threw absolutely zero touchdowns. 23 games, seven years. You want, you want to compare that to somebody? You can compare that to Tony Romo who had 10 in his entire career. Okay, if you want to compare it to somebody, there you go. He 
Dak Prescott has 23. So I don't want to get in shootouts. I'll, the only thing I want is, is the offense to win time of possession. If the offense wins time of possession, then you are winning the ball game because of this defense. As soon as the time of possession got flipped this past game against these Eagles, you started seeing us coming back, establishing long drives, right? Getting that defense fresh. Yes, they went down and scored that touchdown, blah, 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 whatever, right? But you've seen what happens when you can control the clock, right? You can take the entire game over, right? So it's all about time of possession. It's all about time of possession. Dak Prescott has a lot of games where he hasn't thrown touchdowns and a lot of games where he threw touchdowns late in the fourth quarter to even try to make it close. And that's not even counting on the 23 games where he has zero thrown touchdowns. So I don't want to get in a shootout with Dak Prescott. I don't think he's that type of quarterback. But I do want type of possession on the Cowboys side. Yeah, and that's a true stat, guys. Um, and and so I, I I totally agree, Mike. That's that's something that we don't want to get in any kind of shootouts uh, of that. And and the thing is, I just don't know that we have the weapons to have any kind of shootouts like that. So uh, appreciate the comment there, Asmodius. I love it. Let's get to some questions here. Uh, Primetime Phil, friend of the channel. Make sure you guys hit up my my bro, Primetime Phil. Yeah, I will be making. Can we trade Schultz now? Oh, my God. Can someone lose value as quickly as he did? We saw it, but still had him come back. Mike, any any chance that, that Schultz is on the trade block? Could no. you get anything for No, Schultz won't be on the trade block. Listen, Schultz didn't have his opportunity till 2020. Schultz came in, and it was a blanket for Dak Prescott. They didn't sign Dalton Schultz to a long-term deal. They just didn't. And he was he was bulletproof. He was bulletproof. Ironically, he gets franchise tagged on another on another contract year and his knees bother him. I don't want to beat up Dalton Schultz too much because you know he was bulletproof 2020, 2021. We weren't talking about mm-hmm. trading him when he was putting up great numbers. And I'm and this is no knock a prime time field, guys. You guys subscribe to him. I love his work. Um, and I, I've been on his show. Um, so this is no knock a prime time. This is just me in my opinion. You know, I, I think we need to pump the brakes on Dalton Schultz. This is probably his last year because what we've seen out of Hendershot and what we've seen with him having a hurt knee, IR, could that happen? It's hard to trade hurt players anyway. Uh, I, I honestly think you can't do it. If they're on the injury report, I don't think you can trade it. So, um, you know, it, it's just the franchise tag. It's one year. You know, we, we're not saying trade Dak Prescott, who's got paid a lot of money and has missed a lot of time, right? We're not doing that. So let's keep it fair across the board here. Dalton Schultz, let him finish out the year because he is a reliable blanket for Dak Prescott. Yeah, no, yeah, for yeah, you're right. He's definitely we didn't. Schultz didn't have the rapport that uh, the Dak has with Schultz. So Schultz, I think you know when he gets back healthy, he's going to benefit the most from having a Dak back in starting lineup. Um, could you trade him? The, you know, hypothetically, you could. Teams are calling Miami for Mike Jacecki, right? Dalton Schultz to me is better than Mike Jacecki. So I wouldn't completely rule it out, but the Cowboys, they just don't do it, right? They, they just don't trade players. They might go get somebody and overpay somebody. Cowboys do do that. <laughs> but as far as trading their own, Cowboys don't do it. 
they're going to squeeze the juice out of these grapes into the players into it turns into a raisin. You know, Tyron Smith, Des Bryant, Romo. That's what they do. That's what the Cowboys do. They turn these beautiful all-pro grapes into raisins until, oh, okay, we're done with you. And that's it. No trade value. Cowboys are terrible with that. And the terrible box don't that. whistle either. <laughs> yeah. Greedy you vegan? Raisins, you know that reference. The box don't whistle. <laughs> Why do you guys think Cox is not getting any snaps? I love this question here by Greedy Vegan. Mike, do you want to ta tackle this one here? Oh, you got Micah Parsons. You got Leighton Vanderesh. You got Jabril. Or not, that's who we're talking about. And you got Anthony Barr, right? So you have Anthony Barr is a quality starter in the National Football League. Some of the plays you watch on tape, it's just natural linebacker, veteran experience, instinct of read and react. Uh, clearly, Michael Parsons, a once in a lifetime generational player. And guys who we were writing off in like Leighton Vanderesh has actually really stepped up big because we got a good front four. You got a good front four. Leighton Vanderesh is going to succeed very well. Um, and so that's where that, that is. And, you know, he's still coming off an ACL. We kind of see how the, the Mike McCarthy likes to handle players injuries. You know, if they got to mm -hmm. give him an extra week. They they'll give him an extra week. So let's, uh, Mike Jabril Cox, um, his time will come, but you know, you got to appreciate your linebacker depth right now with Vanderesh, Barr and Parsons. Yeah, I, I, it, it is kind of, uh, it is kind of a, a deal, right? Where you're like, "Hey, J Jabril was was a, an ascending player last year. He, him, him, and Micah, you know, both ascending linebackers, right? Injury took him out. I think the ACL injury was probably a little bit more um, worse than than what the Cowboys were revealing. You know what I mean? I mean, I mean just look at the Gallimore injury, right? He, how do you dislocate an elbow and you're out <laughs> the whole freaking year? There, there was damage there, right? They, they, they didn't want to say it. Jabril, maybe the knee, you know, is a little bit more jacked up than than we want. Than you know, whatever. But maybe and and the only way I think Cox might get in here is you know injury to Bar or LVE or somebody, and maybe he'll get in there. But I think towards the end of the year, you probably will see him in some type of rotation. He's he's too good of a player, but he's yeah. definitely a future at linebacker, no doubt about that. And like you said, Mike, the depth, enjoy the depth. And I think we're 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 sitting pretty, man, because you got Damone Clark, who that's going to be a steal. You got Jabril. Both these are LSU cats, so they're going to know each other. So they're going to know how to play off each other, sideline to sideline, plus Great Parsons. Yeah. Next year's linebacker core is going to be freaking nuts, bro. Like <laughs> The speed that we're going to yeah. have on this linebacker core is going to yeah. be unreal. It's going be It's going to be beautiful. So that, that's kind of a wait-and-see deal there. But um, I, I totally get you, Greedy. Love the player, but I think they're bringing him along slowly. Here we go here right in here, Mike. Tori Loper. Would y'all trade for DJ Moore or Claypool from the Steelers, Mike? What are you trying to give up? That's my first question. You know what I'm saying? What, mm -hmm. what are you trying to give up? Yeah. What is the trade value for a guy like DJ Moore? What is a trade value for a guy like Claypool? Dallas Cowboys trade away Amari Cooper for for peanuts, dude. For for the Browns with a fifth round pick. Don't think because you're getting one of these guys, it's just going to cost a fifth round pick. Absolutely not. What are you going to give up, Joe? What would you give up? Oh man, yeah, it's. Um, I don't want to give up first round picks. You know what I mean? And um, 
Cowboys have put themselves in this corner, right? I mean, they traded Amari, so they got a, they made their bed. They got sleep in it, you know. That's the old adage. I would love to have DJ Moore or Claypool, but Mikey, you hit on the head. What what's the value? Claypool, he's he's making plays there. I I don't even know if they want to trade him. Um, but th these teams are going to ask for the highest, right? They they're not just going to give players away. So the the opening line for both these guys is probably a first. You know, and but the Cowboys, these teams know that the Cowboys could get ripped off. We we've been ripped off several times when we try to acquire a wide receiver. Right, you're kind of at the mercy of the other team. And the Cowboys, they're terrible at trading for wide receivers. I don't want to do it. I would love to have them, but I, I have a feeling that the, that the cost is going to be too high. You know what I mean? And, and I just don't want to pay that high. You know, it blows my mind. You know, I'm not going to single anybody out, but. You know, I've watched comments, you know, in and out about we need to draft this position. We need to go look at this position. You know, why not use that draft equity instead of trading for players who has to get a chemistry with Dak Prescott? Why not use that and build through the draft like Jerry, like Jerry and Steven have been doing. Right. We got to have a left guard. Jason Peters on one year on a one year deal. Uh, you know, do you I don't trust McGovern. So you got to look at left guard. You got to look at a wide receiver. You got to look at a tight end. You got to look at a linebacker. Terrell Basham's on his last year with the Dallas Cowboys. So you got to look at a more more D line depth. So be cautious of what you say about trading away all your draft picks for some players because you got a lot to still build on with this football team. Yeah, that that that's no joke, man. That's no joke. I uh, I, I talked about that that too in my my post game. It's like you, you still need the left guard. Um, that still screams as a as a need, right? Um, and 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 try to add another quarterback here. You know what I mean? To to develop. My McCarthy did it really good at, at Green Bay. You, you keep drafting, keep drafting, and develop. You're gonna hit on someone. Patriots, Mac Jones, Bailey Zappi. They look like they have two quarterbacks now, right? There's you know they're talking about quarterback controversy over there, so. It's good to have that problem, to have the next the next guy coming up, man. That's no spring chicken, as Bill Parcells would say, right? So start start developing. Don't get caught with your pants down. And, uh, you know, th throw a pick, man. Throw a pick at a, at a quarterback, third, fourth round if you want. But don't do yeah. a seventh-round pick, bro. Like, I mean, I <laughs> like Danucci. It's not good, bro. It's not good. I love it, man. And I love these questions. Chat box is off the hook. Let's see what else we got here, man. If we, if you see any out here, Mike, uh, uh, highlight it for me. Um, I'm, I'm scrolling yeah, my, through here. My actual sister I'm scrolling through here. Said, so you uh, got some more questions is, in the chat box. Can you hear me, Joe? Mm -hmm. Can you hear me? What is yeah? Here, what is Elliot lacking this year, right? Yeah, that's that's my sister right there. Shout out! But is Elliot lacking anything? He just hit a milestone, ten thousand yards, total yards, right? Scrimmage yards. Is he mm -hmm. lacking anything, yeah. Joe? The the only thing, if we're being a hundred percent honest, is is just that burst, right? He still blocks, bro. You know, I mean, he's 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 the guy that's going to block and protect your quarterback, but you don't pay high millions of dollars just for a running back to block, right? Now, it is hard to find backs 
they're well-rounded like Zeke. You know what I mean? Where they can run and block. I mean, Pollard, he he's not a pass blocker. No, <laughs> you have no, you, no. you have Pollard in there and, you know, the, 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 the O-line better hold up because Pollard's not going to pass block. But that's the only thing he's lacking to me. I mean, uh, we saw the touchdown where he, he made the touchdown, but he had to run – you know, he all the way to corner, and it felt like it felt like something out of Madden. Like, ah, <laughs> shit, he made it. <laughs> he he ran out of speed, man. Not no, no shade on Zeke, man, but that that's it. But physical player, man. Players don't like to tackle him. You know, what I mean, he's still he's still that real physical. He sets the tone. He can catch the ball. Um, you know, but. I think that's it. I think just the burst is not there anymore. But we all know this by now, right? So still a very integral part of, of the offense, Mike. Oh, what, what's your thought on this question? No, did you Great hit it question, right? by yeah. the way. I, I like – sometimes I like you to go first. So I was going to say the same thing. It's the explosiveness, <laughs> man. You know, I like – you can see, like, there in his offseason videos when he's cutting, that's actually kind of translating into his game. But he don't have that. I'm not, I'm not asking for Tony Pollard speed, but I'm asking, you know, right? It looks like he's running in third gear. Get me to fourth gear. Let me see what fourth gear looks like for you, Zeke. I'm not asking all awful six gears. Give me to fourth gear. Let me see what no. that looks like. He's lacking that. He's lacking that that fourth gear, man. And uh, but his cuts, what he's doing in the offseason with his cuts and his and you know moving the body to the side and cutting, I like that. That's translating really well to the football team. He just needs to hit that fourth gear. Yeah, and it's going to be very interesting to see what the Cowboys do, like I said, in the offseason because, I mean, he is still a key part of this offense, right? So, and he plays a vital role, but it's like, you know, at, at the Cowboys with the price tag, they're going to want that price tag to come down. Will Zeke be willing to do a D-Law type of restructure at a lower cost? We'll see. We'll see. Um, but, guys, I think this was a really great show <laughs> Lots of great questions coming out of the chat box. Um, great work, guys. And is this the end of the world, losing to the Eagles? Not at all. No, like I said, no. we're the number six seed right now in the playoffs, so we're still in the driver's seat. Yeah. Um, just keep winning. You know, keep winning, and uh, we'll be fine, man. Mike, let everybody know where they can find you if they haven't already, bro. Hey, yeah, Cowboys Corner right here on YouTube. That was a funny comment. It said, Joe, he said – he said, Joe, uh, he goes, Joe is okay. The dude on the right is a Romo lover. <laughs> but Cowboys Corner, uh, under underscore Cowboys Corner on Twitter, guys. Um, and, and Cowboys Corner, I think I just made my own little handle. I don't know if he, it's Cowboys Corner official, all right? Right here on, uh, on, uh, on YouTube. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Can't do this without my co-host, Mike. Can't do it without him. So I do appreciate Mike. And we do appreciate everybody in the chat box that came through here. We love you guys. And that's why we come out here and talk Cowboys straight up to the point. You know what I mean? No no sprinkles. No no glitter. No, no, nothing like that. Just straight to the point Cowboys talk. We love it. And uh, let's get this win, baby. Let's, let's get this offense going, all right? That's all we have. See you guys for the next one. Peace. Peace. On one side, but that guy on the other.